You can find them on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. It's the Caffeinated and Confused Podcast with Hannah and Sam. That's a very confusing time for any young So lady. welcome, Jesse. Thanks, Hannah, for having me. To Caffeinated and Confused. Oh, man, that sounds like my life. I know, right? So we just stole some creamer from the <laughs> break room. You know what? But I feel like if people are going to keep it in a communal area, they just have to expect me to take it. You have to tell them what you did, though. Okay. Well, also, this has been in there for a week. So I feel like whoever put it in there, it's to share. Forgot about it. Because the seal is still on it. So to anyone listening, those seals are very easy to just open and then reclose. And they'll never even know that you took it. This is why we're friends. Because <laughs> we just steal people's stuff out of the fridge. It's fine. Um, okay, so for those of you who don't know, Jesse is a musician, and she is on Gretchen Wilson's label. She's opening for Gretchen tonight, Woo! a Friday night at Outagami County Fair. I'm so excited. My friends and I got very intoxicated at the fair last year, so tonight <laughs> shall be a treat. also tonight, and I will join you <laughs> after my show. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, and it's going to be a good time, but we usually start the podcast. We do our pits and our peaks of the last week. Oh, man. So I'm trying to think of what mine would even be. I should really be a professional and like think of these things before I go into it. No. But I really don't. You don't really say what's on your mind if you do that. That's very it's true. Rehearsed. Yeah. Okay. What did I do in the last week? Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go, go first so I kind of, you go first so I kind of get the vibe of. Okay. Yeah. I need to think of what I did this past. You guys, I am like such a scatterbrain. I don't even remember what. Oh, I remember. Okay. So my peak was we did a boat day on Tuesday night. So two of my friends own boats, and there's something called Nights on the Fox, where it's basically just like they have bands every single week. And so we get on the boat, we tie up, and then you can just drink and listen to music. That sounds amazing. Yeah, and it's super fun. You can, like, make fun of people, like, from afar. <laughs> it's awesome. Watch. Yes. <laughs> my friend pulled up binoculars, and I was like, can we yes. not do that? That's oh, wow. Taking things to a whole new level of creepiness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was not a fan of that. Um, what was my pit? My pit was probably that I did not learn my lesson once again and I did not wear sunscreen and I got very sunburned oh, over the no. weekend. You you look real tan though now. Well, I think yeah, it's turned to tan, but it's just like aggressive when your face starts peeling off. Yeah. And you have to tell um, people, like, no, I don't have a disease. <laughs> like I just got sunburned. I don't get sunburned, so I don't. You don't? No, I've been sunburned. I think like two twice in my life. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I guess you have like the olivey skin tone. Do you wear sunscreen or you're just? Mm-mm, but hashtag blessed. <laughs> kind of, but it might be bad thing because maybe later in life I'm gonna get way more wrinkles because I don't wear sunscreen. So yeah, who knows? Well, yeah. to each their own. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be over here sunburned. Uh, so I think those are my pits and my peaks. All right. I feel like I did something else fun this weekend, but I don't remember. Well, I usually stalk you on social media, so, hmm. Oh, we had Brett Young. That was fun. That's at the Fond d'Ac. Oh, my God. No, I know my pit. We had tornadoes here on Saturday. So it was a shit show, for lack of better terms. (laughs) I'm terrified of thunderstorms and, like, tornadoes. I'm just not a fan. I get really scared. And so I didn't know that this was happening. My friends text me like, let's go out to breakfast on Saturday. So I was like, okay. So we're in the middle of this restaurant. And when I get there, I was like, you guys, the sky is super creepy right now. Two minutes later, everyone's phones, like, you know how the iPhones, the weather alerts go off. 
So everyone in the whole restaurant, oh. all their phones are like blaring. That's creepy. And it's tornado warning, take shelter. And we're in a restaurant that there's no basement. It's like so a we're start all, of a yeah. horror movie. And it's so Midwest that like no one cares. Oh. Waiters and waitresses are still bringing food to people's tables. The sirens are going off outside. I was like, is no one panicking <laughs> right now? Like, can we maybe like hide in a corner? I don't yeah. know. People are still eating their hash browns. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. In Nashville, they have tornadoes, too. And every time I freak out, I can't handle it. But I'm from the West Coast. We don't have those. Oh, yeah. If someone's like tsunami, I'm like, eh, all right. I'll go up the hill. (laughs) But someone's like tornado, you can't get away from that. No. Do you have a basement? Um, Yeah, actually. But it's like inside, outside. So it does feel a little safe. Yeah. But before this house, actually, like to tie into meeting Gretchen, um, I moved to Nashville the first like week I moved here, a tornado hit and I'd never experienced one before. And she was like, get down to the bottom floor. But I lived in a two story or a, this top floor on a, an apartment yeah. complex. And so I just hid in my bathtub with a mattress over me, just like <laughs> freaking out. So I am also scared to death of tornadoes. Yes. That's what I don't have a basement. Either. I live in an apartment. Yeah. So like my roommate in Milwaukee came home once and I was in the bathtub and she's like, what are you doing? It's fine outside. I was like, well, I am not going to die alone in this apartment. Seriously. Yeah. We can hang on to the bathtub, right? I would have loved to see you carrying the mattress to put over you. It was you. ridiculous. Like, I think I may have took a picture, a selfie of myself, like watching the tornado on the computer go by, yeah. but then like be in my bathtub it was and also like in reality if a tornado is gonna bust right through what is a mattress gonna do but they always tell you to do that yeah nothing but how is a mattress i'm pretty sure that a tornado can bust through a mattress so let's just stand outside and just go like yeah the midwest (laughs) dad move where you put your lawn chair in the driveway (laughs) and you're just watching the storm go by that's literally what people were doing i'm like you guys the sirens are going off they're telling us to take shelter (laughs) like i I need my side of hash browns it's like we're all gonna die and then i'm with kids so i'm trying to then act calm yeah i'm like i'm gonna be a horrible mom because i'm gonna be like (laughs) we're all gonna die and my kids are gonna be mortified for their whole life so so funny that was actually my pit none of us died um Uh, spoiler so (laughs) all is well but seven tornadoes touched on no way on saturday yeah wow it was crazy. That's scary. Like trees. It was wild. People's houses get yeah. touched or yeah. Um, I don't really know, but like there were just trees when we were driving home mm-hmm. then, huge trees like had fallen into that's people's scary. houses mm-hmm. and just yeah, it's horrible. Oh. Like that's why I'm not gonna own a house anytime soon. Yeah. You own a house, right? I do in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. It's still like, man, I, I know how to do plumbing now. I like I know stuff about electricity I shouldn't know. Uh, it's pretty crazy. We had a leak and we lost 90,000 gallons of water. What? Yeah. And so we were like, ah, so we just shut our water off and we had to try to find this leak. And where like, does 90,000 gallons of water go? Like, and you don't know. Where I'm like, go? Oh, we're probably creating a cave below our house. Yeah. Because this is not good. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, having to like learn how to uh, deal with any kind of plumbing issues, like my downstairs bathroom is like, horrible and it has a tree growing through the tank oh so i have to every once in a while get my hand in there and i have three roommates so i have to get my hand in all yeah. that sewage and i'm just like that's not just me and people i love like ew, gross and ew. rip that stuff out and put like weed ki- or root killer in there and 
um, like when it backs up, it goes like through the shower. So then you're standing in the shower with like that sounds six so appealing. Sewage, <laughs> yeah, So I've learned that like, sounds like very southern living. Yeah. So girl, when you're ready to buy a house, just be ready for that. Yeah, I'm not ready. I feel all my friends own houses, but they're all married with like very handy husbands. Oh yeah, see. And so they just make them do everything. I was like, yeah, that's fine for you. I'm not gonna move into a house by myself. Yeah. When I can just, if something breaks, I can just call my landlord and be like, come fix this for At free. At this rate, when I'm married, I'm going to be the handy one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know it all now. Does your boyfriend, so he grew up here. Yeah, does he still live here. here? Yeah. So no, he does not. He hasn't lived here since he was 18 because he went off to West Point, joined the army and all that stuff. Okay. So he's been gone a while, but we come here all the time for Christmas and Thanksgiving and all the holidays. So um, I'm here quite a bit, actually, tonight when we're playing the fair I'm probably going to have like a hundred of his family members here because, you know, good old Miss Midwest families yes. they have lots of kids <laughs> to help raise whatever on the farms. And yeah, so I love the story that you told. Can you tell everyone the story about oh, um, like all the shows that you could possibly play? And his mom was the most excited about this one. Yeah. So when we first started dating almost like four years ago, his mom was like, you need to play the Outagami Fair. Um, you know, it's it's. One of the my favorite, you know, shows and her friend like works there or something or runs some of the entertainment. So she four years ago had said that and I never even thought about it. Yeah. And it's so funny to come full circle. And now we're like playing the fair <laughs> and she's like so pumped about it. They're bringing all their family. Oh, out, my gosh. And I love it because like it's not very often that I get to put on a show for like his family and my family because his family is my family. Yeah. You know? So. It's going to be a fun night. I'm, I'm super pumped. I really want them all to be like wearing like all of your Jesse merch. G's like, stuff? oh, yes, your face on all their T-shirts. <laughs> Can that I please happen? Brought, I brought a few for them after this. I'm gonna yes. That, that is amazing. I want them to be holding signs that say like, she's dating our son. Just very proud. That's going to be amazing. Army Rangers about ours. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute, though. That's so exciting for them. Because, I mean, in this area, like, we, we get a lot of shows that come to town. But yeah. to, like, the fact that they know you and that, you know, you're part of their family, they're just, like, proud mamas. Yeah. It is really cool. It's cool, too, to, like, because I have that feeling fan base in Oregon, but I don't have that anywhere else. But, like, here in Oregon, everybody else is just, like, fans that I've met since they love my music yeah you know? but there here it's like they've watched me grow so yeah that's pretty cool I was um we I don't know if you've ever heard of Summerfest it's like the big music yeah. festival mm -hmm. in Milwaukee um we were there a couple weeks ago with Brothers Osborne and they oh, were telling so us fun. like the best guys ever Ugh. and they were telling us about how when they did a show recently back near their hometown their mom was like um, okay, I need 75 meet and greets. Oh, and they're like, mom, like we don't even do meet and greets for 75 people. Who do you need 75 meet and greet passes for? Oh. She's like, well, I just like all the ladies from, you know, so this cute. certain restaurant and stuff. I'm like, oh, she's just so proud. But we need 75 meet and greets. Mom, chill out. Yeah, it's like you might as well just have a backyard cookout and just call that a meet and greet. Honestly, that's when we just be like, hey. Come to the bus after the show. Yeah. And we'll all have beers. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I was dying laughing. I'm like, that would be probably my mom. Yeah. If, yeah. Like, just sharing everything on Facebook. I had to have a talk with her when I started in radio. I was like, Mom, you cannot do that. Like, that's embarrassing. At least, though, it's public already. So it's not too True. Bad. My mom will take, like, the private stuff. And oh, she'll no. show people at work. And I'm like, 
She'll be like, can you please send me that song again? And I'm like, mom, that's a demo that isn't allowed to be sent or shown to anybody. And she's like, just jamming out to it at work. I'm oh like, my God. Moms, <laughs> you gotta love them. Yeah. I love when my mom, I like forget. Sometimes we forget that people listen to our podcast because yeah. we'll get like very, um, we tell like everything about our life. That's so I was, good though. That's yeah. like real good material that people will want to like. Exactly. To. But then I like forget. And that's so then I'm good. getting texts from like my mom. Like, who is this guy that you're talking about <laughs> that just ghosted you or whatever? Like, who is he? And I was like, oh, no, I totally forgot that my mom listens to this. She's like, well, he's not good enough for you anyway. I was like, thanks, mom. I appreciate I it. it. But that's so cool, too, though, to be honest, because you're teaching like women our age and younger that to be confident and be OK and like the ghosting thing that's a normal thing in the dating world now and people like with snapchat and all that stuff that wasn't around when our moms were growing yeah. up so it's really good for you to have this platform to be like hey you're not alone and be okay with who yeah. you are and like you know just like guys can suck nowadays like yeah chivalry um, is all dead. of them suck. yeah yeah <laughs> it's like really but it is true though it's like because you hear the story is and people like feel so bad about it but it's like everyone is going through that and it's okay to talk about it and I'm like at first when I started talking about it I was like oh I don't know if I want to like expose that person I didn't say his name ever but I'm like you know what screw that yeah like when you you named no I didn't name (laughs) John but like it was very clear if he were to like he knew exactly I'm like you know what screw that You did it to me. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (gasps) I didn't even think of that. I'm totally Taylor Swifting him. Yeah. I love it. Um, Okay, wait. We didn't do your pits and peaks, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, pit, and I'm just realizing it now because I'm sitting here and forgot deodorant today. Oh, shoot. It's a literal pit problem. (laughs) Um, Yeah. That's an actual pit. (laughs) I put on perfume and lotion. How did I forget deodorant? Oh, man. Just as long as you put it on by tonight, yeah. you're okay. I'm good. All the hugs I'm about to be giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been a lot of ups and downs. Like, in the, I just released an album, so yes. that, that's a peak. Yes. You know, that's great. Um, But, like, with that comes all that stress and that just emotional, like, dive and high and dive and high. So, you know, with what we do for a living, it's like – you just got to be try to find that middle ground and not let the, you know, the pits and the peaks take over your emotions. Yeah. So I've been kind of all over the place for the last week. Um, but, yeah, I would say a peak is releasing um, my album and my videos releasing tonight. So that's <gasps> Ooh, I'm so excited. It's a lyric video and it's like the coolest lyric video you've ever seen. It's like behind the scenes tour stuff. Like I'm eating French fries in one scene and I'm like petting a dog in one scene, but then I'm on stage with thousands of people in other scenes. So it's like, it's, I don't know, for me, it's like, like, like you're doing with this podcast. It's super real. And it's like, Hey, this is who I really am. Yeah. So I'm excited. That's exciting. I know. And it can be scary because it's like, it's, especially with you, you work how long on one body of art yeah. and then to like put it out into the world and just hope that people you know want to listen to it like that yeah would be so much it is. ups and downs it is because like back in the day when we were growing up you could buy a physical cd and you were so like you saved up all your money and then you went to the store and then sometimes your parents had to help you buy it and there was so much effort that went into buying that one cd that it meant so much to you when you had it you like memorized the keys from when one song started to the next song yeah. and like how much break there is in between or like with Destiny's Child's 
CD, how there was the cool stuff in the middle, mm-hmm. you know, and like albums were a thing and the pictures, you'd unfold them and post them on your wall. And it was such like this beautiful, like thing that lived on in people. And then now it's like, there's not that world anymore. Yeah. So you have to find a way to still like be okay with the fact that it's there and then it vanishes for most people, you know, on yeah. social media, people, they pay attention for like 10 seconds and then they move on because they're so overstimulated with everything you yeah know? but at the same time like you have to be like yeah but at least it's so easy for us like you know you and I can be doing this because of technology and yeah. all that stuff you know I can post a cool picture instantaneously with back then they couldn't do that so you have to almost like find like the beauty in the I don't know the way it does live on forever now yeah but also not get like upset that you know album selling isn't a thing like it used to be so that's so true and I feel like when you're so in it like for us I mean we're obviously music lovers so Mm -hmm. I forget that that isn't what people do anymore because I'm very much still I mean granted I get it on my phone now yeah but like I still dive into albums like when people Mm -hmm. release new music like I want to listen to it in full but then I forget like oh people yeah that's not normal people don't do that and it's changing artists a little bit too to where they don't put the effort into the albums, which bums me out. Like one person who's great is Marin. Marin yes. Morris is she puts so much effort into her albums. I love how she still does like little interlude things mm-hmm. too in the album. When I was listening, I think it's like the "Make Out with Me" song, yeah. where you yeah. can see like this is side B, yeah. and it's yeah. I just love how it's a full yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a full experience. Totally, Brothers Osborne, they're great yes. with it. Yeah, and they also have, like, the radio versions, but then they have the five-minute-long album versions. Yeah, I did not realize that, what is it, their last single. I did not realize that it's, like, five and a half, yeah, stay a little longer. It's, like, five and a half minutes long until you listen to the album and how, like, they all kind of go together, all the music. And John's just shredding. Yes. (laughs) God, those guys are so fun. Yeah, they are. I just love them. But, yeah, it very much is a different world I'll never forget like waiting in line to buy it like an NSYNC CD and then just being in my room and dancing to bye 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 by myself or the days of recording like the radio Mm -hmm. and you would get so mad when the DJs would talk over the beginning of the song because you're like what are you doing I'm trying to record this for my cassette tape I would get so mad now I am that DJ I'm like oh thank god people don't do that anymore Uh, yep and then mix CDs how you make your favorite mix CD and Sometimes you'd make it for the guy you had a crush on. And you would, like, write little hearts on the CD. (laughs) So you knew which CD was what. Yes. I miss it. It was so romantic, you know? It was. Those were the days. Except I was, like, 13 when it was going on. So it's, like, so romantic. We're the same age, right? I'm 30. Yeah. Oh, I'm 29. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. So good. (laughs) So good in while it lasts. I'm actually excited to be in my 30s because you're almost, like, when you're 29, you're, like, I don't feel like I'm in my 20s. Still, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, You're like, but I liked knowing that I was really. Yeah, oh. like I just liked knowing that if I mess up, I can be like, "Well, I'm still in my 20s," and now I don't have that. Now I'm like, "Crap, I'm 30 now." Like I remember thinking people who were 30 were so old. No. And yes, like when you were like 16, 17, and like I had like a 30 year old cousin. I remember thinking that they were like had their life together, were like real adults, and then I turned 30, and I was like, "Wow." <laughs> I either like had a very false image or I need to get it together. It's the new 21 though. I mean, 30s, I hear people you're in your do, prime. yeah. Everyone I mean, keeps telling me that, that 30s are the new 20s. It is. Like back when we were like, oh, they're 30, they didn't have, you know, tens of thousands of dollars of college debt. They yeah. had 
easy jobs after not easy jobs, but they were able to get a job yeah. that paid a, a living wage and buy a Must home and nice. get married. Yeah, we don't have those opportunities no. as much. So And then they all make fun of us, like that millennials are ruining everything. It's like you ruined you it ruined for it? us. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, seriously. Like what are you like you try living life like, oh, you and your avocado toast. It's like, what are you who yeah. cares? You literally ruined our lives. Yeah. So and that's superfood. So don't yeah. get off my <laughs> avocado. It makes me feel good. I know. I just hate when they blame everything on millennials. I I'm know. like, leave us alone. Yeah. We're doing just fine. Let's talk about the generation below us. Oh, see, is this just, <laughs> is this how they look at us though? Probably, but I don't know. I feel like the generation below us is it's out bad. of control. I'm all about representing the minorities, and I'm all about like speaking up for women and and everything. Like, and I'm all about. I would say I'm like pretty feminist, and you know, yeah. but I think we all are almost trying to get away of what made. America and made our culture our culture and we're like so mad about it instead of being like hey you know in our lifetime none of that stuff in in okay I'm gonna be talking too much I don't want to get on a political (laughs) rant that would be not a no but I love it because I am like the only one in this building we have a political talk station that is like very very Republican and I'm not I don't consider myself one or the other and very much just about yeah Yeah. like about values and whatever Mm. but like i and also like i mean you know the music Mm. industry this building i'm one of two women which is on this floor yeah and so it's like all men and then me Mm -hmm. who has very different views so i just love fighting with them it makes you are the minority in what you're doing you are not only a woman but you're a younger woman (laughs) and you're like yeah, I mean, you're doing something that's really cool here. And that's why I like right when we met and you said, you know, I was like already liked you because I was like, she's my age. She's like doing this thing. You don't there's not a lot of women in radio. Yeah. And then you said you were from Green Bay. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's meant to be. Yeah. Seriously, though. Yeah. So it's I mean, I mean, you're the same way, like any women in country music. It's. And it's so hard because Mm -hmm. it's like, I mean, I'm just doing a show in Green Bay, which is a small market, but it's like you just want to champion for all the women because you're like, but then you have the younger generation who's just taking it too far. It's like, yeah, there's championing and, you know, like wanting to be supportive. But like you said, they're just like, yeah, so angry. It's like, calm down. Yeah. You need to calm down. (laughs) You're being too loud. Any chance I can get to Uh, sing to you. She's such a great songwriter. I know people like are kind of since she went pop, they're like. Oh, yeah, I'm just not a fan anymore. But, like, you have to appreciate that yes. she's still an amazing songwriter. So good. And, like, hi, look at Little Big Town, Better Man. Like, yeah. all the other songs she's writing, totally. people are just haters. And also, she steers her own ship business-wise. Mm-hmm. And, like, that in our world, I know, because a lot of my artist friends don't deal with any business when it comes to it. And she does. And so that's inspiring for, like, a person like me who wants to always be involved in every facet so yeah well and I just feel like the industry tries to take advantage of women and Mm -hmm. I like that even though she knew like with the whole Scooter Braun situation like she knew by posting about that that she was going to get berated but like the fact that she stood up for what she believed in so younger women who are so desperate to get into the music industry like will take a closer look at what they're getting into exactly you need people like that. Yeah. I mean, it sucks because you deal with a lot of, you know, horrible comments on social media and people, some people take it even far to like give you death threats and yes. stuff and it's scary, but like you're doing it for the better, the greater good and to stand up for those who can't stand up for themselves. So yeah, I could never like 
I'm just, I don't know how they do it because I get yeah. one mean comment and I think about it for two weeks. Me too. I, I stopped reading. Yeah. It's so yeah. bad. It's like, I don't understand. I'll see something on social media and maybe I'll have a thought that's yeah. like not very nice. But like the fact that people take the time to write horrible things, yeah. it's like, why are you going to spend your time doing that? Well, it sucks because it's that fine, <clears throat> in my opinion, it's that fine line between accountability, but then also like giving the internet too much personal information. It's like all these people should be having their picture and their real name and everything attached to their account because if they're going to say something, they should be held accountable yes. for what they said. And I think that would change the dynamic that's online like that. Yeah. But nobody really wants to put up all their real information online, even though, let's be real, when you put Apple Pay on your phone and when you put your face ID into your iPhone, you, they already have it all. Yeah. But like it's it is really sad. And a lot of times it's not even real people. It's just, you know, maybe it's Russia. Maybe, yeah. it's, you know, like who knows? <laughs> the Russians. Yeah. Right. Um, but like it is sad. People need to be held accountable for the things they say to bring up Marin Morris again. She like will call people out on her page. And I like that. And mm -hmm. I would do that if it happened. For the most part, I get really nice fans. Um, you know, I've been pretty lucky. That's going to change over time. Like, you know, the, and I have gotten mean things. Believe yeah. me. Like I've gotten really mean things. I had one bad experience with my last single with this one person would not let up. And it like, t I stayed up for 48 hours. Just like, but it's like, what, what is that going to do? Like you spend so much time, you know, like making music yeah, and then someone's just going to go and discredit because maybe it's not their taste. Totally. Yeah, and it's sad because it's like they're just the happy people don't hurt yeah people. Hurt people hurt yeah. people. And like, it's just really sad. And it, like but that's what I tell myself and that's what I'm sure you tell yourself. It's like, hey, this person obviously is a piece of crap yeah. because and they obviously and they're aren't sad loved. in their own life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I know, but it's so bad for hard. you. Yeah. <laughs> Your life is sad. Yeah. But then I'll be like sitting behind the phone like, why are they? Why don't they like me? Yeah. But, but it I is still like, want to win over your yeah. opinion. Oh, and but the best part is like how you said Marin calls them out. Like I can do that on air. So if someone decides yes. to like t send in a text like you're annoying or whatever, like I'll go on air and I'll be like, oh, sorry to this person who thinks I'm annoying. And then you'll get like a million texts and a million calls like, Aww. no, you're amazing. Don't let it's like, Don't yeah, you thank love you. That? Yeah. It's like you get the positive people then that can make you feel good. But I just hate haters. Yeah. Me like, too. I just I seriously I'm like, I don't know how someone like Taylor Swift, who is this huge, you know, superstar, mm. like I just living her life would be amazing. But I just don't know if I would even want Mm -hmm. to do it like how yeah. do you live a normal life yeah it takes a lot of like understanding of like the process how to separate and how to like a lot of people in those positions like I am nowhere near Taylor Swift anything but I do understand the process of like what it's like to be in the public eye yeah. and to be an entertainer and to be and it is hard like a lot of people need therapy for I I am a huge believer in therapy same like, mental health is so important because mental health can affect your physical health yeah like you can make yourself sick because you're so yeah. stressed out especially in 2019 I feel like it's bad yeah because you're getting bombarded with stuff constantly totally. and it's like yeah. even going on Instagram for one second maybe you're following someone like an influencer who's posting these things that like 
you know, it seems like they have this perfect life. And then that, like, it's just you're constantly being affected. Yeah, because it's their highlight reel. No one's yeah. going to post their bad reel. So exactly. No which I do love now that Instagram and all that, they have, you know, mental health sites where, or, you know, people that are counselors or whatever, and they post beautiful memes and little poetic sayings and stuff because, yeah, you're seeing highlights of everybody's highs. And so when you're on your low and you go and check that, you're like, oh, it makes your low way lower yeah. because you think like your life is worthless now. And it's really like hard to realize in 2019, yeah, we're all going through that. Yeah. And it's worse now than it ever has been, I believe. Like 100%. Most of my girlfriends on their stories will post like the sad, poetic, like, you know, when life gets you down, like, you know, you got to believe all this stuff. Yeah. Like, and the reason why they're posting that is because they're feeling low and that post helps them feel better but it shows you how often everyone's feeling mm-hmm. anxiety yeah and depression and you have to like just if everyone knew that they weren't alone maybe that would get better yeah. and maybe social media too would kind of change the culture and people don't have to filter out every little flaw so that they look like this perfect person yes. you know and like just be real and isn't it funny that in today's time it's like when someone when you see the people who post pictures of themselves like without makeup yeah. or without filters and you're like, oh, that was like so brave of them or so big of them to do that. And it's like, why am I thinking what? That? Like, why is that? Because they're posting what they really look like. Yeah. Like that is where we've come where you're it like, is. oh, my gosh, like I, mm-hmm. you know, I look up to them for looking how they actually look. It's like. That's why, I mean, I get, you know, the social media, like you want to post like the highs and you want to like look your best. But at the same time, it's like, especially for us in like a small market radio, like we're out there meeting people all the time. So it's like if I'm acting one way on social media and then I'm meeting people and they're like, yeah, it's totally different. It's like, that's just not how it's going to work. So it's like all about and you. I mean, you meet people at every show and it's like you want to make sure that they're meeting the person and that they think they're meeting. Totally. And like. Gretchen is a huge, uh, huge inspiration when it comes to yeah. that. Um, she, and, and have you met her, met her yet? I have not. Okay, I'm very excited today. too. Yeah. yeah. You'll love her. Um, but she is so, and she's reeled me back a lot within, cause we've been working together for like six years now and she signed me the label last year. But before that we were just like really great friends and wrote songs together and all that stuff. Um, until I like finished enough for an album and then she's like, all right. Let's do this thing, yeah, you know. That's so but cool. she has really reeled me in with um, no, like you don't need a filter, you don't need this, you don't need that. And she hates it when people just like don't really look how they, you know, and she also doesn't want me as a woman to go through the uh consequences yeah. of like not really looking like I look in my pictures yeah. like in person. Yeah. She's like, You always want people to meet you in person and be like, that was what I expected, or like prettier. Yeah. You know? And she is so good about that and I've almost it's taken me probably like the last two years to really embrace I would say when I hit 25 I was like and I'm 29 now but like I was like whoa I really don't know who I am yeah and I need to find that and so I have been soul searching for the last like four years about like hey what really is real beauty like Mm -hmm. why don't I like this about myself like what's wrong with that because you know, it's not symmetrical and it's not perfect or, you know, and then I think about people who I think are beautiful that have a side smile yes. or have like a little messed up teeth yeah. or like, and I'm like, no, I think that they're gorgeous. And I'm like, it's 
because beauty really does come from the inside out. Totally. And so, and it's like something you might feel insecure about is something that someone else loves about you. Totally. That, yeah. Yeah. But it's like we all have totally those things. And I'm this is why I'm scared to like have children yeah. because I look at. I mean, and for Gretchen, that must be great because her, you know, her career has been going on for so long mm-hmm. and she's been through like back when CDs were a thing. And now like she, w- oh she gosh. was huge when there wasn't social media. <laughs> and so like to have to go through uh, and like see the changing. getting her to go on social I can, media. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can, even with radio, like you have people who have been in the industry for 25 years yeah. and now radio is not just on air anymore like social is half of Mm -hmm. the part of it and so it's like you know when they brought me on and I'm like the head of social media for the station it's like trying to yeah (laughs) well because it's like I'm on I know what I'm doing you'd be the best for the job for sure yeah and so like trying to teach them how to do it it's definitely a process it is but then it's also cool that they just don't give a shit yeah exactly I like that yeah you know and it's also taught me a lot like because really, I don't look up to people who care so much about that stuff. Mm-hmm. I look up to the people who are like, I don't need it. Like, yeah. go off grid. Like, you know, Ugh. don't have cell phone service. Yeah. And like, that's really real personal communication. That's what makes the world go round, not us just on our phones. I know. Isn't it crazy? Like, I, I mean, cell phones weren't a thing until I was in high school. And yep. so, and I remember having Snake. like T9 texting and you could only text 100 texts a month and it was like if you would go over the 100 texts you would get billed or whatever and it was like and now you look and there's five-year-olds I mean my godson when he was one year old like knew how to unlock an iPhone not okay and it's like not okay I know it's crazy but it's like that's just how we didn't even teach him he just saw it happening all the time Yeah. yeah but it's just crazy to think that that is, yeah. but I mean, I guess, you know, the generation above us, I'm sure there were things that, ha- yeah. like things, but it's just crazy to think that that's what the you, world is going to be. You have to get with the times to the point where you can have a job and have a life and like be integrated into American culture. Yeah. So you have to know how to work a phone. You have to know, you know, how to use Google. You yeah. have to know those things. But at the same time, like, what's that balance between, you know, when you're raising your kids, teaching them, like, hey, you can watch your iPad at this time of day, but mm-hmm. then put it away and go milk the cow yeah. and do the dishes, you know? like Or, like, go outside and play kick the can. Exactly. Like, that was my go favorite. Yeah. yeah. Go kick scrape your, go fall out of a tree or do something crazy. Kick the can was my favorite thing about were you raised in like cul-de-sac like suburban well yeah it was very much I mean that was back in the day when like kids could just roam the neighborhood and it wasn't as like a terrifying of a place to live as it is now that was like (laughs) yeah it was like our parents would be like okay just go outside whatever be back in two hours wow core how dare you interrupt (laughs) hey what's up (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah that was back when that was normal (laughs) or when you would be like oh I'm gonna go for a bike ride or like, oh, you guys yeah. can go down to the pool for the day. And it was, you could just let your kids. Totally. And now you just can't do that. Did you ever play kick the can though? No. You've uh, never heard of this? No, that reminds me of like an old school 80s, 90s movie. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm going to explain it because it's the best game ever. So basically you just like get an empty can of like corn or I don't know, any kind of empty <sighs> aluminum can that you had in the garbage and you set it up on like in like the middle of the backyard and then someone is like the head, like keeping like 
watch of the can Referee. and everyone else hides. <laughs> So then you count to like 15 or whatever and everyone hides and then whoever gets like whoever kicks the can. So like you have to like tag people out. But then whoever oh. whoever gets in and kicks the can is the winner. That sounds actually really fun. It was a great game. I was envisioning like hockey slash soccer. <laughs> Definitely not anything <laughs> like that. It's more so like a mind game. Like how am I going to get around this person, I so that. I can kick the cans. Kind of like freeze tag, but a little cooler. Yes, but there's an aluminum corn can involved. <laughs> you Midwest, Midwest, you Midwest people. I never learned as many card games mm. as many. Uh, I also did not drink beer until dating Matt, and oh, yeah. now I drink beer more than liquor because I realized that if I drink liquor, like they drink beer. Yeah, you're done. I lose at yes. <laughs> and you want to know what else is funny? We talk about this all the time where we are very much like when you get too drunk, if you're drinking liquor, then you're like, oh, I'll just switch to beer. Yeah. And that's like, okay. <laughs> it's like, maybe you should just stop drinking. <laughs> like, nah. Oh, I'm pretty hammered right now. I'm going to switch to beer. Like what? What kind of mindset is that? That's an organ thing too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's crazy. We had uh, this like the pink flamingo, it's called. It's a small town thing that we do here, but we all just, it's like a night of drinking. And so my little cousin is just, I mean, he's 20, like seven, very much like trying to get his life together, but he just doesn't mm. know when to stop drinking. So then I'm the older cousin that comes in and just like ruins his life. <laughs> yeah. So we were at this Mexican restaurant and they have these huge margaritas and I kept seeing people hand him margaritas. I was like, he does not need, he's been drinking since noon. And I'm like very motherly. So I would go and take away his margarita and give him a beer. And I'm like, that's not even like I'm trying to be a good cousin, but, but I'm still are. giving him alcohol. But you are because if you know him and you know his personality, you know that you can force him to stop drinking and he's just going to probably sneak it. Yeah. Or you can tell him, hey, this is a smarter choice. <laughs> Have this beer. Have and beer. So, Yeah. And he had to play softball the next morning. So I was like, you're welcome. We were in the Uber <laughs> on the way home and he... So my best friend Chelsea and her husband bought my grandma's house when oh, she moved cute. out and they live next door to my aunt. So small town. Actually. Yeah, I know. And so we were dropping them off and then my cousin went to his mom's house. And so I always make our Uber drivers when I'm drunk do pits and peaks of the night because I'm just embarrassing. <laughs> so we were going around doing our pits and peaks and Andrew was like, well, my pit is that my cousin won't let me just drink alcohol. <laughs> I was like, you need to get over it. You're doing just fine. Yeah, you're OK. Yeah. Like you are literally slurring your words. I think that you still had a good time, Andrew. You're you OK. Will thank me in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's very Midwest. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to switch to beer. I'm too drunk. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like that's pretty just party person No, that's mentality. true. And then I'm hungover for three days. Uh, okay, yeah, me too. That didn't hit till like 20. I never blacked out and had a hangover till 24. And then the two-day, three-day hangover thing Ugh. was like the last couple years. It's bad. so bad. Mm -hmm. And it's like maybe I should figure it out at night. <laughs> And they always say to take a Tylenol before you go to bed, which I haven't tried yet. Um, I think Eric Church always says that. Like, really? take a Tylenol before bed. I don't like any kind of medicine stuff. Like, that stuff freaks me out. Especially... I think that's why I don't do it. I'm like, with alcohol, yeah. like, do I want to why be... Why am I mixing all this stuff? I have recently gotten into liquid IV. Okay. Have you heard of this? So we do real IV packs. <laughs> do you? I haven't tried those. Um, We went to New Orleans for a friend of mine's bachelorette party, and she was... Like, it was the first night, went a little too hard, and she was 
dead to the world the oh next day gosh. and we were only there for the weekend so yeah. she went and did one of those IV and it worked packs and it did not work for oh her. but everyone else I've heard that like has done it I haven't done it has said yeah. that it worked but she was so far gone she's like me no that she was like I can't even do it. She took a right week now. off the end of her life, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the liquid or the liquid IVs, they're just like powder packets that you add to water. Okay. And it essentially does the huh. same thing. So I always get them on Amazon, but like I'll, when Nashville, yeah. I wasn't hungover at all because I was just drinking those bad boys yeah. throughout the day. I don't know how. Oh, so you can drink them. Yeah. It's I just, thought you meant it was like the VitaFlow or the. There's like a van that goes around and does them in Nashville. Oh, no. It's, they're just like little packets that you add to water oh i need to do this yeah the acai over. berry is my favorite flavor Ooh. yeah it's like 20 bucks for a 16 pack on amazon some lady at starbucks told me it's not acai it's acai and i was like is it i think it's acai I'm isn't sure it it's acai. it has like a little funky little yeah. thing above the eye i've never heard someone go acai is yeah. that what she said and i tried to correct her and i was like are you sure and she's like yeah and i was like that okay. just sounds stupid acai <laughs> Can I get an acai berry? Yeah, exactly. No, that's so ridiculous. People at Starbucks, you know. It's like Target. It's more fun than Target. That's very true. I have gotten to the point with my Starbucks obsession that, like, my baristas know my order. Like, I'll pull up to the window oh, and they'll be great. like, so just the normal for you, Hannah? And I was like, oh, wow, I don't know whether or not I should be proud of this or not. But I'm like, you know what? I could have worse vices yeah. than my Starbucks obsession. You probably, do you tip them too, Starbucks? Can you tip? Oh, I so, guess they have like that little. So I do the app thing. So I never like, if yeah, I have that's cash what on I do me, too. I'll put like a dollar in or a couple dollars in. Um, but if I think you can tip on the app, but I'm always kind of confused on like how that works. I know. I don't. <laughs> is it bad that sometimes I don't tip on Uber either? Um, I, I still mean, have a good rating. Yeah. So I feel like oh, I'm doing okay. Fine. Yeah. I don't know. Some people, it's so funny how split it is. And I don't think that people who drive Uber know. I think people who drive Uber know, but I don't think people who drive Lyft know that, like, a lot of people don't know that you're supposed to. Yeah. Because I feel like when the app started, that yeah. wasn't an option. Like, tipping. It wasn't. Yeah. It was just cash. That's why Uber, it's like a split with the drivers knowing that they probably yeah. don't have a tip. So I think that's why when all of a sudden they added the tipping option, I'm like, well, if it yeah. wasn't an option before, yeah. like, do I really? Because they get majority yeah. of... They get 80%, but, like, sometimes it is crappy. I drove for Lyft for a little bit. Did you? Yeah, I was a struggling I've always musician. wanted to. Yeah. yeah. Like, struggling musician, had to work through, like, making an album, paying for it myself. And, and so in I Nashville, you could make bank. You can, but it also can be really bad. And also, like, creepy dudes. Oh, like, yeah. trying to get you to come out for a drink after you drop them off. Gross. And stuff. Yeah, it sucks. And so I had, like, a couple bad rides. I think I drove one guy to a drug deal one oh time. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not going to, I would rather not die. Like maybe yeah. I'll just not drink coffee for a couple days. I had like my mace in my little, uh, like, uh, where you open your door, that little pocket yeah. by the window. I had my mace in there and then I had my phone at all times. Like I would screenshot my sister, uh, like picture of the person I picked up and yes. their, their name and their address. I like how you can do now. They have the option to like share your ride with someone else so they yeah. can see exactly where you are mm -hmm. or your location. Too. Yeah, because it is. It's, yeah. But here's another thing. I feel like we're just so like I understand that I feel like scary things have always happened. But I feel like we're just so like sensitized. Is that the right word? Because it's like mm -hmm. think about back in the day, like riding in cabs 
like yeah crazy things could happen now it's like oh uber like you can die it's like well people I have been doing stuff riding in an uber 100 percent because you have you know exactly whose car you were in check their driver's license now yeah and like you yeah. have to make sure that they when you get in the car that they say yeah your name yes but it's like i feel like people are just so like it's so dangerous to ride it's like people have been taking cabs and stuff forever, forever. like yeah in the 40s, they yeah. really took cabs. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was the worst, though, in college. I mean, I should, like, first world problems. But having to take cabs and you had to pay cash. Yeah. So it was like we would ride five girls in a yeah. car. It's like, okay, everyone owes $3. And it's like, yeah. put it. It's like, now it's just so easy. Life is just so much easier. Our college was so small and we were, like, walking distance pretty much. So. Oh, were you? Yeah. And I think there was a deal where if you were too drunk, you could call campus security and they would, for. No, you wouldn't get in trouble at all if you called because they wanted to make sure people yeah. lived, you know? Yeah, like, we did have that. We had something called Boss, but it would, like, only go within two miles of the campus. So yeah. it's, like, if you wanted to go downtown Milwaukee and go out. <laughs> so we would, like, sometimes have them drop us off at, like, the very furthest that yeah. they could get, and then we would walk the rest. It was, like, how cheap are we? We could have taken, like, a $6 cab. <laughs> but in college. Yeah, I used to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on, like, squares of toilet paper. And I would save my knife I stole from the cafeteria, <laughs> and I would just wash it off with hand soap in the bathroom. Yes. Just make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for lunch because I couldn't go over my food points. Yes. <laughs> I'll never understand, also in college, like, waking up with $4 in my bank account on a Friday <laughs> and yet still going out all weekend and, like, getting a new shirt from Forever 21. Can you imagine? Yeah. Nowadays, like, oh, my God. I don't know how. Like, I would literally yeah. survive on $20 yeah. for two weeks. Me too. But it was like when you're that age, everyone you know is a bartender. So it's like you would just get, like, how did we get through weekends and would always get a new shirt at, yep. like, Forever 21 or <laughs> what is H&M? It's like, what? Uh, how did we do that? The older frat boys would buy you a bottle of Burnett's and you'd pregame Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Gross. Or UV blue. Yeah. Oh. My drink of choice was always Ron Diaz. I, I love that. Oh, I loved me some Ron. I don't even know what it is, like rum or something disgusting. Mm. And we also wouldn't Hell drink drinks. It was yeah. just let's rip 700 shots <laughs> and then go to the bar. It was like no one made mixed drinks. We would just sit around the table and do 30 shots. Like what was wrong with us? Yeah, I had some pretty bad, shameful next days, like, oh, man, what did I do? Yeah, but then you would just start drinking again. Like, yep, yeah, because everyone was doing it. So, you, like, it's funny how when you're younger, everybody's a mess. And yes. so you don't feel like you don't hate yourself as much when you wake up because you're like, well, everybody did it. Yeah. But now you're like, yeah, no, I'm a mess. <laughs> Yep, always been this way. Or it's like your whole house and roommates would just wake up hungover and like eat pizza rolls yeah. and you would all just be pieces of crap. Those were the days. They were. Oh, I miss it. I know. <laughs> and now I feel like I'm that old person with like my cousins going to college. I'm like, it goes so fast. <laughs> and they're like, you sound so old saying yeah. that. But I'm like, but seriously, though, and then you have yeah. to go in the real world and it sucks. Yeah. So soak it in. Uh, yeah, I just went to my sister's graduation and it's my alma mater. So you know, being there was just so weird. I knew half the professors. Yes. And I'm like watching all these kids who look like they're 10 graduate. Oh, my God. They look so young. I know. <laughs> what did you go to school for? Um, I majored in political science and music vocal performance. Oh, those are very different. <laughs> they were. It was kind of funny because you had to find ways to, like, take classes to meet both requirements sometimes because you realistically couldn't major in both without 
paying overages and credits or taking like extra jam terms or winter yeah or, or, like using winter terms or whatever um and so like you would have to find i would have to find ways to be like politics and the arts was a class that i could merge both together and it would cover both majors and stuff that's so crazy yeah, it was cool and then my internships were awesome my i worked for a bunch of lawyers because i wanted to go to law school for entertainment yeah oh my god yeah but they but you would make bank doing that yeah but they both were like pushing me in the direction of like hey like you have a dream why don't you pursue that yeah. you know and it was really cool because you know like they were just really good dudes who believed in my talent as a musician so yeah. they kind of like you know don't do don't do this because it's like a secure job for your family you know like, or like do the easy you road yeah. yeah and so i like totally love that they pushed me yeah you know because that's very rare mm-hmm. i feel like in any industry so totally. if you weren't doing music that's what you would be doing probably yeah that's yeah. crazy i almost took my lsat and everything oh yeah. my god my friend just graduated from law school last year Oof. yeah <laughs> and i was like i she did not have a life and she had a Ugh. how old was cooper like five-year-old no way yeah kudos to her i know because she got pregnant and was like well i'll go to law school like you know yeah. after i have and i'm like you're not no like sweetie you're not gonna and then she did and i was like you know what you proved me wrong Prove me wrong yeah. i love girls like that i know <laughs> she just gave zero she's like i'm doing it i was like i will never go back to school <laughs> no <laughs> like you I could said, not I literally pay me. said that last week <laughs> i was like Mm-mm. you could not pay me i mean maybe like freshman year of college because it's like i didn't do anything anyway yeah but once you got to the hard classes yeah, and you actually year. had to work and like I was a communications degree so it was just Ooh. writing like 30 page yeah. papers every yeah. single day yeah you guys had a lot of yeah and like trying to find ways to fake it so it looks like you had more words than you did yeah. like putting an extra space or a period and whiting it out I love it I did you all the ever tricks. take a class on uh, like nonverbal communication and stuff I don't think so I took one communications class and it was so cool because it was on nonverbal communication so what was it what did they like teach you it just was like, like it was like the study of, like, like you're sitting in a room, right? And yeah. there's a table. And the table can be round. It can be square. It can be blah, blah, blah. And there's power positions at certain points at the table. So, like, whoever sits at the end of the table, at the head of the table, at the top of the table, non-verbally, everyone knows that's who's in charge. Yeah. So things like that. Or, like, Hillary Clinton or somebody who's, like, a woman running for president, you she would approve pictures and stuff. From like an upward, um, so they she would approve pictures to being taken from below her, looking upward because that's a power. Image. Oh God, that's the worst angle though, yeah, Hillary. It's the worst <laughs> angle, but that's how she can compete yeah. with the man. She yeah. can't have this flattering stuff because she has to meet the right requirements with likability versus um power, and so it's like hard because yeah, you, you do want people thinking like you're somewhat pretty, yeah, but you don't want too much because that they won't believe in your ability to lead this country yeah. you know so it's just like crazy the amount of detail that goes into nonverbal communication yeah before anything even comes out of anyone's mouth like that's crazy little like I'm really bad about my crossing my arms and legs and stuff Same. and that is a uh sometimes if you look at people you can tell that they're like cutting off from the conversation and like almost insecure or you can tell when they're open and like you know, yeah. wanting to communicate and all that. So it was really cool. But that was communications class. Yeah. I don't know if I ever took that one. Yeah. I feel jib now. Yeah. Like I had to take all these stupid classes about writing papers and even get to learn anything cool. I don't remember. It was a lot of paper writing though. I remember that. So much paper mm-hmm. writing. 
That's funny that you say that, though, because last night we had a show um, at the Green Bay Distillery, and I love going to the shows and, like, talking to listeners, but then, um, or, like, Brett Young on Saturday, like, I had to go from, like, point A to point B, and it's, like, people knew that at one point I was handing out meet and greets, and so, like, they'll see me, and it's, like, just bum rush of people, so I was, like, okay, what can I do to get from here to here without anyone stopping me, so then I do the thing where I put my head down, Mm -hmm. or, like, I'll act like I'm looking for someone, Mm -hmm. like, you do the clues where it's like please do not approach me and it's almost like you're not being rude because once you make eye contact with the people Mm -hmm. then it's rude yeah but if you You can't just look at them and then walk away it's like as long as i make sure not to look at them or if i like hear my name like i'll just pretend i didn't hear it just keep walking it's so hard it's so hard like also with my job with that because like people will want autographs or whatever and like i try my hardest to take as many pictures with people and autographs as possible then sometimes you just have to get to work yeah and so you're like trying to be nice but then trying to it's almost like best to be like oop i didn't see you and just yeah. run just act <laughs> just like you didn't it. hear it do people still ask for autographs yeah that's so interesting to me. Signed, like two people came out yesterday like way early they were there for my sound check and they were holding up guitars at the fence and I, you know when they come that early i'm like that's work yeah so i always make it happen because they showed up yeah four hours before the show even started yeah so yeah, no, they do. Yeah, I always want, I'm like, I don't, I feel like whenever I go to certain, what was it, Country USA for Dirk's meet and greet, mm-hmm. it was like he was signing these like lanyards or something. Yeah. But then I was thinking like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't even know where it is. I think I just <laughs> threw it in a drawer. Yeah. I have like just a drawer full of stuff. Yeah, some but people it's treasure like, that stuff though. Yeah, and that was what, I mean, before smartphones were a thing, that was what you did you had like just autographs of stuff so it's interesting that i like that people still care about that yeah you know they still care about like holding something in their hand that meant something to them yeah and i feel like that shows that they're passionate about what you're doing if they want yeah my signature i like i always have been like a dude and just don't care about my handwriting (laughs) like so i'll like practice my signature and i still believe in uh, I've always been, I know they don't teach cursive anymore, which is crazy. To they me. don't? I guess they took it out of the school system. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I it's anyway. like you don't really use it unless it's your signature, but yeah, still, but like, about, they should still teach it. They have to teach it because all the, like, writings and history would yeah. be lost without knowing. So it's probably going to become, like, a college major. I, if I were to put bet on it, yeah. it would be, like, something people That's are crazy like. that they don't teach that. Yeah. So, But my... I've always been like half cursive, half regular writing, you know. Yeah. So I'm always like, eh. yeah, yeah. That's so interesting, huh? Well, kids yeah, these days they're I just know. not as cool as us. Oh, you might want to go talk to her. <laughs> or to text her and tell her what you're doing. <laughs> Side note. Yeah. Well, that's all right. We yeah. are at 54 minutes anyway. Oh my so gosh! Probably... I know. Look at how <laughs> fast awesome. that went. This is what we do every week. I feel like we covered a lot of topics too. Um. So just. Tell everybody where they can get your music, social media, awesome. all that stuff. Do you want yeah. to give it to them? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those fun things. Uh, my name is Jesse G. So just Jesse with an I-E, G. You can find me Jesse G Official on Instagram. I finally got my verified blue check mark. Hey. I feel so weird. Oh my God. I just that. got verified on Twitter. Did you? Yes. And I was so excited about it. Dude, it feels so good. You need to. People make fake accounts all the time. Like, I've had so many fake accounts. That's so they crazy. Ask fans for money and stuff. And I'm like, that's insane. Yeah, so, blue check marks are necessary. Yes. Um. Yeah. JesseGmusic.com is my website. 
uh, I would definitely, you know, th- obviously we're just talking about personal opinions, politics, education, all that stuff on here. But um, I mean, you can hear all that stuff in my music, I guess. Too. Yeah, so for sure. If you like what you hear, I just dropped an, an EP, full albums coming out to finish out the EP um, in a few months. And so exciting. It's awesome. Music video, lyric videos out today. Music videos coming out. Probably in the next few weeks, it's probably going to be on CMT and all this. Yeah. My gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's like dream moment, like having a music. And that, that's another thing that mm-hmm. I feel like isn't as big anymore. Like, I know it's great. Music videos. That was the best thing ever. TRL. Yeah. Watching the music, music video countdowns. Broke songs. Yeah. Sometimes. And I feel like if people, you know, like, I feel like there's been different artists where music videos have been still what like makes them go viral and makes whatever. But yeah, I still feel like people don't pay enough attention to music yeah. videos because that's where you can tell the story, yep. too, of what the song is about and give people a visual. Totally. And I mean, it costs a lot of money, too. So for people to like not really care about the music yeah. video, for me personally, it's like, oh, but you dumped so much of your heart and soul and yeah. money into that. So, like, you know, they're yeah. always, I mean, in Nashville, we have, we're so lucky that we're around, you know, I, I get to work with videographers that are, like, my buddies that yeah. are my age. And, you know, like, it, it's pretty cool. So I'm really proud of everything we've done, and I think it looks great. I mean. So exciting. Yeah. I mean, I'm pumped. Perfect. And the show is tonight, this episode. I'll probably post it. Soon. Oh my God, it's already 121. Crazy. Um, so <laughs> people can go get tickets at WNCY.com and we'll see them at the Autogamy County Fair tonight cool. with your whole crew of boyfriends, family. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to like have more fans there than Gretchen. People are so excited about this show. They're like they? blowing us up about it. Yeah. Yay. So it's going to be a fun night. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming in. I always love hanging with you. Yes. Next time you're here just for fun, we'll podcast again. Yes. And girls night. Yes, all the wine. <laughs> Someone brought me wine last night for being verified on Twitter. <laughs> they like congratulated me with wine called Sweet Bitch. Yes. <laughs> Very proud of that Please. moment. Um, all right, so Sam will be back next week. I think she might be engaged by then, the girl Ooh. who I do the podcast with. I have a feeling. Well, future congratulations. So we'll see. Peace out.